Hi, this is Michelle Weidenbenner, your Chief Hope Builder. I am the author of Moms Letting Go Without Giving Up Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. And I am your host today in this podcast. So today I want to share with you something that I facilitated in my tribe. So some moms in the Moms Letting Go group um, have decided to work a little harder at their own recovery. And they've joined me in a tribe, in a support group. We have coaching sessions and we have little Bible study sessions. And so if you are a, a mom with faith, um, listen in. And this little study is intended to help you break free from worrying, from worrying. And um, when we are moms of addicted loved ones, we worry so much. Um, I always ask moms when they come into the group, what, what's your greatest fear? And I would say 99% fear that their son or daughter will die of an overdose, or um, they worry that they will end up incarcerated and just never have a future. So um, it's it's really difficult. I've been there. I find myself still getting trapped in worry. And so I found this Bible study by Barb Raveling. Barb Raveling, How to Break Free, Worry from Free and Worrying. And I'm just going to share that with you today. Um, If you have a pen and pencil and you're sitting, if you're driving, obviously you can't do that. But, um, you know, I'm going to ask you a few questions and you can turn on some calm music while you go through this and really work on your recovery from chronic chronic worry. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is what are you worried about right now? Right now in this moment, stop and and spend some time journaling, writing. What are you worried about right now? And you can stop the recording and just um, listen to music. Like I said, I do that in the group and then we, we spend some time worrying. So are you worried about something that you have control over? Are you worried about, you know, your aging parents, your grandchildren? What is it? Just make a list. Just make a list. And when you're done, I am going to share some scripture uh, scripture with you. But I also recommend that you go into your Bible or your Google search and just read scriptures on worry. For the purpose of this exercise, um, if you could do that, Just read as many as you can. Um, And I'm going to share a few of my favorites here. So Psalm 1829. For by you I can run at a troop of warriors, and by my God I can leap over a wall. Romans 828. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Lamentations. 
The Lord's acts of mercy indeed do not end, for his compassions do not fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is good to those who await him, to the person who seeks him. Matthew 5:27 And which of you by worrying can add a single day to his life span? I want to repeat that. Matthew 6:27 This is my favorite. And which of you by worrying can add a single day to his life span? Jeremiah 32:27 Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh, is anything too difficult for me? Matthew 6:34 So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Now, I'm sure that one of those was probably more favorite than the others. There are so many different ones in the Bible. But for the purpose of this, I want you to go back over your answer from question number one. What are you worried about right now, right? And when you look at the question and you look at your list and you read the scripture all about worrying and how to give it to God, in general, journal, why don't you need to worry? List five or six reasons. Why don't you need to worry, right? And if you have a loved one, an accountability partner, a spouse, share those with them too, especially if this is something you're learning and you want to share it with somebody else because when we share it, we learn it even better. When we can teach it to somebody else, it's like our brain absorbs it differently. And so for me, you know, listing, listing those, why don't we need to worry? Well, I think it goes back for me to the Matthew 6, 27. And which of you by worrying can add a single day to his lifespan? So in that, in that reading, in that scripture, I'm like, oh yeah, my worrying is so not purposeful. Nothing good comes out of worry. Like, if I thought my worry could bring my loved one to recovery, oh my goodness, I'd be all over it, right? But instead, you know, maybe we can just, when we feel worry, turn to the scriptures because somewhere in them is the message from God that you need to hear today. Um, which one for you? Um, one of our moms in the tribe said her favorite was, so do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each new day has enough trouble of its own, right? But list five or six reasons why don't you need to worry, right? And for me, you know, it's because it doesn't have any purpose, I don't need to worry because God has a plan. God loves my child more than me. I don't need to worry because if I do, it stops me from 
from doing other more important work in my life. It's, it sucks me in, it brings me down. So just think about worrying and what does that do for you? Why don't you need to worry? And the next question is, why might you think that worry is inevitable? That it's just the way you are and you, and you can't change it. Why might you think this? Well, worrying is inevitable. I'm just, it's just who I am, right? I can't change it. Do you think that about yourself? And why? Why might you think that it's inevitable? I mean, I've heard so many moms in the group say, well, it's just moms. That's just what we do. And we nurture, we love, we are the caretakers for our children. And so it's, it's just who I am. It's just who I am. Like, I'm never going to change it. So I always tell my grandkids, if you think you can or you think you can't, you will, right? And so if we think we can't change it, then we probably can't. But if we have a will to change it, we probably can. But can we do it alone? The next question is, can God change you if you're a worrier? Why or why not? Can God change you if you're a worrier? Why or why not? Oh, I'd love to know your thoughts about that. Love to know your thoughts about that. And I believe that he can. He can change us because he can do all things. And he can strengthen us. But first, we have to have that relationship with him. Um, So often... You know, I, I notice, I have a second cousin, for instance, way out in New Mexico, and she is has cancer for the second time. And she's taking us with her through all her chemo um, experience. And I'm just in awe of her faith, of her positivity, and her connection to her higher power, because she is so full of trust in God. And I often think it's those people who struggle with the most adversity who are the closest. And then I think, well, why is that? I think it's because they communicate with God more than anyone else. They have a relationship. And so when things happen in their lives, they look at that and they're like, oh, that's God. He's, you know, he's here with me. That's a sign that he is here with me. And so um, I believe, I believe that God can change us most definitely. But we have to be willing to ask him and to embrace change, which isn't easy. And we know it's not easy because our kids aren't doing it, right? Um, Change anything anybody does in their life takes little steps and when you want um, instant gratification it's too hard you you want you want to be well right away but joy comes in the journey happiness is just immediate gratification it doesn't last 
but joy, if we seek joy, that is something that takes time. It takes the journey, the climb. Romans 12, 2 says, tells us, we are transformed by the renewing of our minds, not by trying to force ourselves to stop doing something. How often do you think you'd need to renew your mind to break free from the habit of worry? Ooh, let me repeat that. How often do you think you'd need to renew your mind to break free from the habit of worry? And when you're looking at this, I want you to think of your addicted loved one. How often do you think they have to renew their mind to break free from the habit of using, right? It's no different. It, these, these habits um, bring us pleasure, even though we think, oh, worrying doesn't bring me pleasure. There's something that happens in your body that can be addicting, the adrenaline rate, race. You know, your body can, you know, goes into fight or flight and these endorphins kick off and, and you can become addicted to worry, just like our different, but similar in that to develop new habits takes time. But um, if we renew our minds and we continue to feed our minds with the right environment and the soul and the soil and the water and the sunlight, you know, I mean, plants grow when they're in thriving environments. We can grow if we place ourselves in these thriving environments where we're surrounded by um, the positivity of other people and scripture and God in our lives. So how would your life change if you were to break free from the worry? How would your life change? What would that look like? What, what would your life look like if you didn't have all that worry? I want you to take a minute and if, if you can stop and just pause what you're doing to go on this short mindful journey with me, I want you to picture and be a part of feeling calm right now and seeing, seeing a transformation in your life where you can think, what would my life look like? if I didn't have to worry, if I wasn't worrying. So if you're in a place where you can pull over or (laughs) um, pull up a chair, remove all distractions, and I'm gonna take you on a little journey. Place your feet flat on the ground and close your eyes. Relax your jaw, your tongue. Straighten your back. Feel your whole body relax. Rest your hands lightly, palm up on your knees. Breathe in through your nose. And out, release. Feel it moving through your heart. Again, breathe in. Hold it and breathe out through your mouth. Allow your breathing to slow 
And this time, when you breathe out, I want you to breathe out any worrisome thoughts. Just push those negatives out with your breath. You're celebrating joy with somebody right now or something. Who or what are you with? Who are you with? What are you doing? See that person or that object where you're finding joy. You're smiling. Everything is calm around you. Be aware of your surroundings. Tune into the space all around you, the colors, the textures. What do you see? Silently in your head, list five things that you see. Are you indoors? Are you outdoors? What season are you in? Where are you? Look around. Do you hear a bee buzzing by? Are there birds chirping? Waves splashing? Dog barking? Feel inside. What does your body feel like? What is that joy? Is your heartbeat really steady or is it racing with excitement? Is the temperature around you warm or cold? What do you taste? Is your throat dry? Do you taste a balmy sea? Are you holding something? What is that? How does it feel in your hands? Reach out and touch the person you're with. Feel their warmth, their energy, their love for you. What do you smell? If you don't smell anything, think of two smells that you love. What are those? Lavender? Chocolate chip cookies baking in the oven? The balmy sea? The salt water? The honeysuckle? Is there a pine tree nearby? Do you smell the pine tree? Deep in your heart, feel loved. Feel God's presence in your life. He's standing in the corner watching over you. Feel his love radiating down on you and the people you are with. Take another big breath in. And as you take it in, be present in this moment. The past has no hold on you. The future does not have your attention. You are in the now. And as this mindful moment comes back, bring your attention back to your feet, your feet that are planted firmly on the floor. Be aware of your body, and your hands on your knees. Breathe in and release it. 
feel the calm. Bring that calm forward now into the rest of your day. Open your eyes and think about joy. Thank you for going through this experience. I hope that you are finding a calm center right now and maybe some coping skills on how to release worry from your mind. And just to recap, ask yourself those questions, right? What can scripture bring you? What are you worried about? Why don't you need to worry? Can you change? No, but God can. Ask him to help you, to help you get through the worry and meditate on what that day will be like when you can be worry-free and think about what will you be doing and how your life would change if you were to break free from all worry. Thanks for listening. And if you are somebody who would like to join our tribe, please reach out to me at michelle at michelleweidenbenner.com or you can go to the Facebook group, Moms Letting Go, all one word, no spaces, join us there, or come into our tribe at Almighty Mom Tribe. This is a paid community, but I promise that what you get out of it will more than pay for itself. God bless.